How you doing? Mikey J here. Once again, I wanted to open this show with another scripture read because what we are going to learn today in this episode is all about deception and how it relates to what we see in our daily lives. Uh, this is a uh, read from 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh of God, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God, and this is the Spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So what this is saying is that if you decide to believe the word of man and not the word of God, you will be deceived. And in this episode, we will talk about Tavistock and how much of what we see and hear is to deceive mankind, which is the Antichrist. Post himself, the Mr. Grind and Shine, the great Primetime 99, the one and only Alex Stein. <laughs> What's up, my guy? I'm dead! David Weiss, because he's kind of like the most respected person in the community. And, uh, I don't know about that. I might have the loudest mouth, but that's about <laughs> it. How you doing? I'm Mikey Jane. you're watching KGUP Presents. This is episode 64 of season 5. Thank you so much for being here with us. We have an honored guest today, but first, I just wanted to give you a quick reminder that our KGP store is up and running. And if you want to own a piece of KGP merchandise, we have some cool items, including the News is Propaganda, Turn It Off shirts, the Earth Looks Pretty Flat to Me shirts, and Question Everything license plate, and of course, our official Spaces Fake KGP shirts, uh, KGP Present shirts, uh, just like the one I'm wearing. Uh, more designs and new merchandise will be coming soon. Uh, to find it, go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KGP store or go to www.kgp1065.com and click shop. And if you didn't know, you can you have a chance to win a free t-shirt by joining our Patreon. You can join for as little as $3 a month. Uh, if you join for $10, you can get a free t-shirt and you also get a free t-shirt each and every year in the color of your choice, uh, just for signing up for the $10 tier. And now onto the show, uh, you may have heard of this gentleman. He's been blowing up in the truth community for for last uh, three years or so by exposing the Illuminati and revealing all the symbolism and entertainment uh, that we've, you know, been taking it, uh, you know, just kind of overlooking. Uh, he's also been on KGP Presents before on episode 14 back in September of 2021. Feels like a long time ago. And I had to look that up because I, I forgot how long ago it was. Uh, but this time he asked me to come on his show, which uh, you can uh, only watch on his Patreon. But 
Lucky for you, you get to watch it on my channel. So without further ado, let's bring him on. The man, the myth, the legendary Donut of Donut Factory. Yo, what up? It's Donut, and I'm with Mikey J at KGUP, KJUP. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Long time. I know. It's been, what, a year and a half? It's good to see you again. Awesome. I mean, I'm so excited to be on your show. This is like my first time. I mean, you've been on my show, and you know, it's been a you know quite a while. And I've been watching your success and watching your channel blow up. It's awesome to see you uh, doing well. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pull up our video that we did together, uh, oh, oh, like two years ago almost, and it's. Right. I was such a fanboy. I'm still a fanboy, but you know, it's so different back then. And now I'm a fanboy of you. Look at this, crazy. <laughs> I had a different background. I had right? an American flag background. That's but yeah, when, when did we do this? A year ago. This was, I wish I told the exact date. But it yeah. Way more than a year ago. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it was longer than a year ago, but. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was around March of last year. I, I, I really don't remember. Yeah, you know when you when you do these shows and you're pumping out shows, it kind of all kind of melts together, and you have no idea about time or space. <laughs> right? Yeah, and also when we connected, it was during the lockdowns, I believe, right? Yeah. So it yeah, it's been way more than a year. It's been at least a year and a and half. At least, yeah, and also that whole timeline doesn't it feel like years, like right. Or like, I, I don't know, it just time has, is totally warped. Yeah. Do you look into any time warping Mandela effect stuff? Uh, you know, not, not, you know, I listen to other people talk about the Mandela effect and there's, there's like little evidences, but I'm like, it doesn't really affect my life. So I don't really let it affect me. And I don't like want to get sucked into this whole like rabbit hole. Like, you know, I did look at the whole Berenstain bears thing and I did find some photos of um, books with that, that spelt it differently, like Berenstain and Berenstain. Right. And it took me a long time to actually find the, the publication of the original print that had the the IE versus the the AIN. But I was like, you know what? That could just be in like a publishing error, you know? But I, I don't know. I don't really care that much. <laughs> well, I kind of feel like the AI, Chat GPT, is like big time all over the news. And uh -huh. one thing that the Tavistock Institute does for mind control is gaslight by putting new memories in people's brains and i'm thinking is the ai creating a mandela effect and just telling us that our memories are wrong uh placing yeah. new memories into our brain <laughs> yeah i mean satan is the the father of of uh, confusion and lies and so and tavistock institute has been operating in that that same light for you know, since 1885. And it, it's been one of those like little topics that I've just been like really it's 1885. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's it's, like it's been around record. a long time. That's like off record stuff, huh? Yeah. Cause uh, the, the war propaganda uh, department in England, mm -hmm. they, they initially started in, in the early 
1900s and then uh tavistock wasn't wasn't born until 1913 but uh but if you go to like tavist or like wikipedia it says it started in like 1947 but tavistock is like one of the deepest rabbit holes because they encompass so many topics so many fields and the root is very hard to find you have to like really dig and it, it caused me a bunch of headaches and like <laughs> a bunch of stuff because they've been involved in so many things and uh one of the things that i was like looking into recently was like the name tavistock because when you google search it you don't really come up with a whole lot of stuff and there's like no there's like no meaning to it like like why would you name your town tavistock or why would you name your your company tavistock because it doesn't have any like you know like power or like when you when you give your child a name you want it to mean something but tavistock doesn't really mean anything uh if you break down the word the word tabby comes from octavius which means born in the eighth month and in aramaic and gaelic it, tabby means twin and tabby with a y means to burn or slash and uh the stock it means uh all the animals kept or it refers to a population of wild or, or farmed species. So Tavistock uh, translates to either the, the twin of farm species, or here's what I think Tavistock means, to burn a wild species. So they're, they're burning who they consider the species of man. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I love going to the etymology of words. Recently, I've been doing a deep dive on disco, and ah. the satanic elements of disco. So Tavistock Institute, they pushed the hippie movement. They created it in a sense with Esalen yeah. Institute that Charles Manson visited days before his murder spree. Yeah. And so I'm looking at disco with new eyes and light and I'm finding the craziest stuff. And I've, I've just been on this rabbit hole disco um for a while like they're doing the the bafflement logo in my opinion <laughs> the dancing oh, emojis i don't know if what you think about that where where is that slide oh right here yeah so i think that uh there's something up with disco with all the movements that that happen because there's a timeline to the hippie movement as it was built up by intelligence agencies. And this is all like, you could prove it yeah, with Tavistock and the hippies. And then they ended it with Charles Manson. And then they were pushing LSD and then disco appeared after that. And they were pushing cocaine. And that ended when studio 54, the disco club got raided for having tons of cocaine and money laundering and mafia right. connections. And then the 80s came in and video killed the radio star. That's MTV. And MTV was just pushed. And then you got Eminem. And how I don't know how old you are. I'm 34. So I was a kid when the 90s were going on. And they the big push was Family Values Tour on MTV. And the Woodstock, the new one. And everything was about splitting up the family, in my opinion. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, Tavistock pretty much trained the uh, 
the CIA and MI6. So it, it goes way far back. And um, when the CIA was started to conduct, you know, they got the funding for M- M- MK Ultra. I think it was in 1953. That's when all the, they started testing people on, on the psychological drugs and like, you know, mushrooms and re, you know, reformulating. And then, so once it, they realized they needed to distribute these drugs so they can try to manipulate the minds of all the, you know, the masses. I mean, they needed these uh, music artists to, you know, do the drugs and then promote it to, to their, through their fans. And so that's how they were able to, you know, just manipulate so many people and, and like this whole hippie movement. And it's like, and so each with each generation, you know, Tavistock and CAA, I mean, they really knew how to study and infiltrate the minds of just everybody. I mean, they, I mean, Tavistock Institute has all forms of psychological operations. I mean, it's not just, you know, mind control. I mean, they, 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 you know, they, they have relationship counseling offices. They, they operate under the guise of investment corporations. They, they, they have investments in like the, the AACO, which is like the agricultural department. Um, like, and one of the things that I found out recently, uh, the last couple of years is like my, my wife, she actually worked for, a restaurant that was owned by Tavistock, uh, the Tavistock Group, and it was uh, formerly known as the the Tavistock Banqueting, uh, which was owned by uh, Joe Lewis, and uh, he sold that company, but it's it was still maintained and operated by the the Tavistock Group, and so the, these groups, uh, this is how Tavistock operates. I mean, they operate under these these unsuspected names and people in real estate who just conveniently had billions of dollars. No person who has more than a billion dollars can just get that kind of money. Everything is, is like uh, very controlled. So if you, if you're a billionaire, it's because they put you in that position to become one because you have the, these resources and you're able to buy real estate and, and all these things. Cause uh, like what I was looking into um, I had met this guy who said that this hotel called Vis, uh, Viceroy in, in uh, Santa Monica and that all these like think tanks from like Harvard and, and Stanford University and MIT would come to this this hotel and they would just collaborate and write books and tell, tell like come up with these ideas. And what they would do is you, you can't just go to the senator or go to the president and say, all right, we, we want this to happen what they would do is they would write scripts for, for television film, and then they would write books and then publish those. And so they were encoded with how to proceed with a certain plan. So this is how Tavistock operates. They, they operate under a guise. And so no one would really suspect, and there's no real paper trail. So that's how they operate through like music and entertainment. Right. It's 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 wild. The because I'm just down this rabbit hole on the disco thing. So the only thing that like <laughs> is in my brain right now is how crazy disco is. And so, what are some other? I want to know more about Tavistock. I mean, this is all new information. I read this book called Social Engineering Tavistock. Mm-hmm. 
wonderful book. It was it was a fun read. And it went into some crazy topics like how Vladimir Putin is un, was under royal archmasonry mind control. Mm. And he found the computer codes and they show you the computer codes, how he broke out of it and turned the army against them. It's just so it was, it was, it was pretty wild. The book was kind of like, what, like, I don't know if I believe that, but I mean, I kind of do because he was part of the KGB and acts like the CIA of just mind control operations and all that. So, right. And the world economic forum, uh, young leaders, uh, so I know the truth is stranger than fiction. Right. And I was just thinking about the family values tour on MTV and then the chronic with Eminem. Remember when the chronic came out and it was just the big marijuana leaf and then they pushed pretty much weed in the chronic onto the youth, just like they did in the hippie time. Right. And disco is where you get the, that's where they really push cocaine. They really push cocaine, but the whole idea of EDC and EDM, right? Of taking ecstasy at the raves came from disco. So that's just really? like a, the four on the floor, right? Is the beat tempo that is created, which is sort of like an unnatural beat because it's like a computer generated beat. And it was. Mm that's what's going on right now. So every movement I feel like is not organic, even though it comes off as if it was counterculture, but it's really developed in these think tanks like Tavistock. So Tavistock, they're a real estate company too. They got the Rockefeller connection. They got this military connection. Then you go on the website and it's like, we got restaurants and, hotels yeah pretty much everything it, it kind of now the tavistock institute in the humboldt university or formerly known as the frankfurt school of social research they kind of like interchanged and so the professors would go back and forth and then after uh, 1933 when hitler took over and the nazis took over germany um they started weeding out the the jewish um professors and in uh, journalists. They all came to the United States. Everybody came to the United States. I mean, I just found out that 403 um, prisoners of war from Germany came to down the street from where I live here in Dallas, Texas. And then there was this whole encampment. And I was like, I, I've never even heard of that. So it was a perfect opportunity for them to transfer all these scientists and, you know, not even not even 10 years later, uh, they developed the weather modification program here in, in, in Texas, and it's been going on ever since 1951. And it's been nonstop, the, this whole weather modification program. So all, all these scientists that came from Germany and, and came from like, you know, the, the, these, these programs and these psychological programs, they're all here in the United States. So this whole war was really kind of like a, a front of like getting the world to, you know, accept these scientists, you know, because they were all, you know, part of the Holocaust and they were driven out and, and, you know, they're forced here. And meantime, they're, they're creating all these, 
these programs or their psychological manipulation and creating this whole media. And it's, it's never stopped. I mean, we're, we're under, under their control right now. I mean, you know, you think about who owns Netflix. I mean, that's the, the nephew of Edward Bernays and he, his uncle is Sigmund Freud who actually went to the Frankfurt school of uh, social research. So all these people are inter- interconnected. So nothing that we witness isn't uh, um, part of this whole Tavistock system, which is crazy. Are you looking at the the weather 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 modifications stuff? Yeah, it started in uh, weather modifications started in 1890, I believe, and so they they've been able to manipulate the weather ever since. And of course, it was all like you know kind of low technology. But even during the 1930s, Germany's been able to manipulate the, the weather, which is crazy. <laughs> this is stuff that they don't teach us in school at all. That's why you got to go subscribe to KGUP, everybody. <laughs> Learn this stuff. So this is, this is wild, man. This, uh, I, I thought you could hear me. You couldn't. And I was saying how wild that hell all those images were. And even William... Reich, I always pronounce his name wrong. He was arrested by the mili- the, the FDA because he, he had a rain-making machine, and an Oregon machine. Here he is making it rain. <laughs> um, so Tavistock's got their hands in even the weather modification part. That's wild. Um, so yeah, like Netflix, you're saying how Edward Bernays' son or nephew or somebody related to that family yeah. who's related to Freud who revolutionized the the, ninth, the 19th century with the subconscious and psychology and the powers that be it's all about mind control and knowing the psychology right and they use actors according to his book propaganda which i actually have right here I got oh, nice. books, Propaganda, Crystallizing Public Opinion. Nice. It's all about using the actors to get people to want to smoke cigarettes. And he's the reason what, why we eat bacon and eggs in the morning. Why we eat bacon and eggs. And the disco movement, going back to the disco movement, <laughs> Studio 54 it was all these different actors and musicians there pushing disco. So right. uh, all the, everything about disco just seems sketchy. Yeah. You know, it's funny, you know, people who participate in this whole like mind control movement, they don't even realize they're a part of it, you know, because they will, they will prop and put in the limelight, anybody who falls into their, their like, you know, narrative. And, you know, it's the same with the counter narrative. I mean, it's like people like Alex Jones and the reason why he's able to be at the top of where of his game and the anti narrative, you know, whatever you call it. I mean, there's a reason why he's allowed to be where he is. I mean, that whole lawsuit is total smoke and mirrors. I don't think that that lawsuit is real. Because, you know, in reality, all he has to do is just file bankruptcy and he never has to pay a dime. So, you know, it's just like all these 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 cases like the like the Gabby, the Gabby Petito and the Brian Laundry, like the whole disappearance, like 
my wife and I were, were just watching a, a video by one of our, our favorite truthers. And all of a sudden this, the, this video pops up and it's the, this girl was, I mean, the, this couple got pulled over and then they had the cameras going and the cops were talking to the, the these, this couple. I was like, what the hell is this video is showing up on my screen. So it just felt like, and so we just continue to watch and, and next thing you know, it they, they let him go. And then at the end of the video, we're like, why the hell was this on our, our like next up? So it was like, it was placed there for everybody to see. Cause they had already hundreds of thousands of views. So that video was placed there intentionally to distract you from whatever, what was going on at that time. And then next thing you know, it, you know, she drives off and then he goes to a hotel and then, then she ends up disappearing and dead. And then later on he gets, you know, goes to his family's house and then he ends up dead and killing himself. And then later on the, the family sues the, the family of Brian, Brian laundry. And then they sue for like $3 million. And so I think that's the payout for being involved in this whole thing. So this $3 million paid all of, all of them because you don't want to have a check from Tavistock Institute or a check from whatever entity that caused this whole story. And so they had to hide it in, in this legal way of doing things by having this court thing and having all these like stories and every news organization blew up this story. Like, like it was like wildfire, but like, you know, under normal, normal circumstances, no one would care, you know, but because all the news media was all behind it, it was like a big story, you know, because people die all the time. But why, why was this, this story interesting? It was just something to grasp our attention to, for everybody to talk about it, because something else was going on that, he, that, that they were hiding. So that's what Tavistock does. You know, they, 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 they like orchestrate these like little stories and make them huge and, you know, it's just like all these shootings and stuff. And I don't want to get into all that because that'll get, give you an ultimate ban. But <laughs> yes, well, this but you know what I mean? was talking about how they just push operation after operation. So you can't think clearly. And I think you make right. a good point. Like they push this major story for everyone to look at hey look over here but what's going on over there while everyone's looking over here right yeah i think that the whole situation the world's been through with the lockdowns was all the world governments agreeing to study everybody like a petri dish on what to yeah. do during a cyber attack and they shut down the grid i guess bill gates just came out today and was talking about the grid going down and we got bank of america pakistan all these different places the grid going down canada last year and the davos just went on mm -hmm. and perfectly aligned with the new moon to set their intention for the aquarian age for the next 20 years or so yeah and i'm looking out for february 5th because that's a full moon where they set their attention so according to astrologers the new moon you set your intention and then like it all happens on the full moon i'm i'm not sure but march i'm definitely looking out for something big to happen because oh especially um, march 22nd 23 
Yes. So March 22nd is from CERN, Stranger Things. Um, I don't know if you remember that scene where they're rollerblading at like a disco place. The kid's birthday's 322. And they got all the 322 stuff on there. Wow. Um, With CERN. Here's CERN's tarot cards. They were CERN commissioned tarot cards. And there's uh, some MKUltra Tavistock stuff in these cards. Huh. Summer of Love. You know, they were supposed to build a um, super collider here in Dallas. It was supposed, I'm having a hard time remembering because I haven't talked about it in a while, but it, it encompassed the entire city of Dallas. And it stretched from like Fort Worth all the way to Forney, which is like, I, I think it was like a 40 or 50, 50 something miles in circumference. And it started in Wachihachi. They actually started building back in the 90s. And it was this underground magnetic uh, circular kind of like a mini- miniature CERN. And that, that was supposed to be the the starting point of this like super collider that was supposed to go around the entire Dallas County, but they never got funding. And so it got defunded in like the early two thousands, but it was supposed to be identical to CERN what it is now. They even started this a same similar project in Ohio. I, I don't know what happened with that or if it, it, it continued or they lost funding or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think what they're trying to do is like, create these like vortex of like in different locations all over the world to create these like you know taking these natural ley lines and connecting them and having this like super energy i i I think it's just absolutely nuts but they know something that we don't (laughs) yeah and the way that they use that i heard the technology is like the die glock which is the nazi bell which is like a ufo the way like the magnetic stuff spins and they mm. do that too with the two circles. And CERN created the World Wide Web in the internet. And I, everything's getting sent back to CERN from the internet. And I believe CERN created blockchain as well. Um, it just seems like that's makes sense. And the AI. And all this information is getting sent back there. And you bring it up the 12 vital vortices of the ley lines where the veil is thinner. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely something up with that, especially with the Super Bowl coming up on February 12th, leaving three two two days left in the year. And we're in the year of Skull and Bones. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Skull and Bones. Yeah. Skull and Bones will be celebrating its three two two year of yell. Not Skull and Bones, Yale, where Skull and Bones is at, will be celebrating their 322 year this year in 2023, which is 322. Uh, it's uh, a lot of rituals going to go down all year long. <laughs> wow. But don't be scared because God's in control. I mean, th- that's why I got into like gardening. I mean, my wife and I were, were looking into buying some land so we can get as far away as from the city as we can. That's pretty I mean, dope. we gotta, we still have to make money. We still have to like, you know, make payments on stuff. So we're still caught up in the whole B system, you know, I mean, and unless you complete, I mean, th- there's really nowhere to go because everybody owns something. 
you know, no matter. Yeah, and if you do want to get out from people in the grid, you know, you got to make sure that you're not near the highways because if you're up in the highways, like I want to go to Sedona, right? Because it's tight yeah. and it seems like you're in the middle of nowhere. But if things go down, you're they're just going to march on the freeways to the little <laughs> towns. You know, so you got to be away from the freeways and there's books and stuff out there. But Texas is a great place because you got the ocean right there and uh, not too far. I mean, um, you, you got four and a half hours away. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you're you're by a bunch of different stuff uh, in Texas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Texas, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a little more free than uh, than I expected it when I moved here, you know. I mean, it's a lot better than than California. That's for damn sure. Because you know, three weeks into the pandemic, I mean, I, my wife and I were like, we need to get out of here. And uh, you know, March nineteenth, I mean, I was like telling my friends, I'm like, you you guys need to like think about, you know, getting out of California because we are. And we were the mar- the lockdowns happened on March nineteenth. We were out of there by April tenth. So we were there for like not even three weeks. <laughs> I was there for Pluto's return last year in February and what a, uh, I was downtown LA for a wedding and you couldn't go anywhere without uh, cards of stuff proving that you've been <laughs> tested. And yeah. I was like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Cause Arizona, uh, they didn't do that. So right even towards the end of everything. And so this is why I think that they were still, all the world governments got together to study the Petri dish of the world for the cyber event that will take place where they're going to restart the internet so they can have total dominance is that once all the stuff ended, which mm-hmm. that's what Fossey was saying in 2022, it'll be over. And that's Fossey. Is that his name? Fossey. <laughs> Fauci. Fauci. <laughs> yeah. He said it was going to be over in 2022 and it, it did end then. But right when it ended, now the world's at war. Like they forget about everything. It's just so, it's so, and I'm just so out of touch with the news with politics, with all this. Cause I used to be heavily into it. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And just like dominoes keep falling and more is being revealed of just how phony right. the television or the radio is. It's all sponsored. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, after the, the, the one week into the lockdowns, we, I realized that we need to turn off the TV because we were in fear. We were watching the news and watching the, 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 the COVID numbers and, you know, all that this map, stuff. Yeah. The map of death. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it, all it did was just make us feel horrible. And it's like, you know, and you went, we went outside and we, nobody was outside. Nobody was driving around and like we would ride our bikes and it was just eerie you know, like we went to the beach and we saw these like military helicopters just flying by. And then there was like cops on, on horseback and with their bullhorns, like get off the, you know, you, you have to vacate the the beach and you can't be here. And we're like, holy shit, this, it felt like a movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, now it's packed everywhere I go. There's, there's cars everywhere. And I'm just like, yeah, 
now they're it just I, I feel you. I want to get out into nature away from everybody. I, I totally feel you. And you're lucky. You're a lucky man that you got someone to go do that with. That's really cool. Yeah. You know what, what triggered me to like really investigate was I, my friend and I, we, we were opening up a radio and television studio up in North Hollywood. And so we were like, all right, well, let's, let's just have one meeting before the, the, the lockdowns are over and then we'll have this like big event. And so we met together, but on the way there, I, I crossed the Hollywood Hills and it was like a total different world. Nobody was locked down. Everybody was working, going to just traveling like it was nothing. But as soon as you get south of the Hollywood Hills, it's all locked down. Nobody's on the road. Like everybody's in fear. So it was like, what the hell is going on? And that's what triggered me to start listening to Alex Jones because I had given him up completely after the 2016 elections and all this like, oh, you know, Trump is going to lock Hillary up and he's going to drain the swamp. And then after he got into office, like nothing, literally nothing happened. It was just it was just attack after attack and then all these impeachment stuff. And I was like, you know what? I am not listening to Alex Jones ever again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i i listened to his radio uh, his radio program and he was like you know trump is gonna uh you know lock down the the borders and you're not going to be able to leave the state if you're in california you're not going to be able to get out and so i was like let's get the fuck out of here just in case he's right you know <laughs> yeah well that's the one thing with uh alex jones played one of my clips but they didn't give me a shout out and it's fine um but it's i was saying like there's astrology connected to what happens and he's all like it's not astrology this is their plan and i'm like i'm pretty sure i learned that from his videos (laughs) yeah uh back in the day um right here is abba this is who brought the disco movement um and you can see it's the reflection as above so below and i believe that's Mm. what they're doing as above so below in pac-man i've been on this deep dive pac-man is interesting yeah puck man yeah like uh you were talking about that with um what what show was you were you on the other day sam tripoli yes and uh you were talking about pac-man and so i was like holy shit so this is like you know the the pac-man plane and like he's eating the 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 stars and like these ghosts are really like the spirits and like you know the human spirit and and pac-man is really collecting these 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 spirits and you know reincarnating reincarnating reincarnation in uh, i I can't even think of that word reincarnating these people back into this this plane of existence and so we're, we're repeating these lives as like slaves and actually we're, we're like the bad guys, really Pac-Man himself, you yeah, know, because he, he, he represents the, the, the Illuminati. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So like, there's a video that I, I haven't put out yet, but it's, it's on Pac-Man and um, I mean, people were addicted to it. Like, they the kids were addicted to it 
and they made so much money through these games. The gaming system is all gambling. It's all predictive programming as well. And Pac-Man is where we get the emojis. This came out in the 80s, the whole MTV Pac-Man. And I was saying how Pac-Man, it's a pizza slice being removed from a coochie. Or there's a coochie too. So it's a pizza slice removed and a coochie, which is Japanese for gateway or portal or hole, right? So like Pac-Man's yep. mouth is this hole right here in a pizza slice. And I turned it upside down and it looks so much like the theosophical art yep. in a sense. So I, when I was on Tripoli, I, I was talking about that. I should drop this video. Um, <laughs> it It's pretty interesting. But all these games go back to like Tataria um, and not Tataria. There's like Tataria themes, but they go back to uh, it, the middle of the earth. Uh, Rupe's uh-huh. Black Rock. It's called Black Rock. Um, I'm not sure if you ever looked into that. You know, Tavistock owns. Uh, I, I don't know how much, but they own billions of dollars in in, in uh, Black Rock stock. Oh, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a joint venture. It's the the what they call um, iShares. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's a EFT trading platform. That was uh-uh. built like built by BlackRock, but Tavistock is behind it. Um, What's yeah, the so craziest Tav- thing Tavistock is behind that you found in this rabbit hole? Um, that they're behind almost everything successful in this world. Anybody who has any kind of success or billions of dollars, they're behind it. Um, like they're behind like I, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Ruminant Labs. They're a nonprofit organization that uh, leverages and in, in behavioral science for in the food industry. Uh, they develop and uh, uses for bovine waste in in chemical treatments, and they owned forty five percent of stock in in that company. Well, this and right then, here, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. I like how the, these rich people, like these billionaires with all this money. I won't show that stuff when we when I edit it, but their websites are always crap, but they got like billions of dollars. Yeah, um, and, and BlackRock owns stock and almost you know, Vanguard and BlackRock, they own they own stock in almost every successful company. And BlackRock uh, it's, their portfolio is worth like hundred and eleven billion dollars as of the twenty third of January. So it's pretty recent. So- um BlackRock, if you look up Rupes, uh, it has a 33-mile-wide black rock. Interesting. And it's right here. It's this volcano with the four corners, like the game Simon. And Simon was debuted at a disco event at Studio 54. What? Yeah, this cross, the four corners, and the volcano in the middle – is like in everything it's in pac-man it's it's all over the place so like that just black rock in general is is weird (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tavistock operates under the investment portfolio program under uh, Tavistock Acumen and uh, or Tavistock AM. So Tavistock has all these like entities that they operate under. So when you try to investigate Tavistock Institute, you're not going to find a whole lot. You're going to find like what they want you to find. Mm-hmm. You have to find all these like sub names and all these investment corporations that they, they put money in and their, their name is everywhere. It, it's just, you have to dig and find it. So for all the naysayers and people who are asleep and have these like, you know, doctorates and, you know, master's degrees, they only see what they've been told. And so like a lot of these intellectuals don't have any clue that they're being controlled and that they're a part of the indoctrination. And then that indoctrination is a Tavistock Institute like program. Like all these like major universities created everything that we've just think is a household name. <laughs> yeah. And even the, the whole counterculture movement as well, like disco exactly. was the counterculture. So like studio 54 disco, Everyone thought they were counterculture, but uh, they, Abba, they Abba. yeah, here's a bunch of just crazy slides I got. I'm connecting this G with the checkerboard floor to the disco ball and the disco floor mm, right now. Yeah, it's getting really deep on uh, a lot of interesting symbolism that pops up. It seems like the elite do the same symbols. Everyone it's like their is. secret handshake. It is. It's just like there's here's the see the Microsoft, it's the four corners, just like BlackRock. Yeah. There's retro wave. So like was lo-fi, you know how lo-fi is all over YouTube? Like no mm-hmm. matter what YouTube you follow, lo-fi is recommended with like the Simpsons on it in the like soft nice music. Yeah, it's like who's pushing that? You know, it's not that the music's not good, but who is pushing it? <laughs> you know, it's the AI algorithm giving us this stuff, right? Yeah, the gaming industry I haven't really looked too deeply in, but it's all part of <clears throat> their programming. I mean, especially now with with the the whole uh, you know, I find it very convenient how. What's that video game that everybody's been playing? Oh, geez, I talk about it all the time, and I just in the name is escapes a zombie me. game. <clears throat> Call of Duty. No, well, Call of Duty is part of it. Um, there's that other game where it's like you can create your worlds and like, oh, it's Fortnite. Fortnite. That's it. Um, Fortnite really blew up in 2019, and so all these like kids that got into that game they were addicted before the pandemic happened. And so all like, like I'm, I work in the, the, the education system right now. And so like the, the grades that are having the most like psychological difficulties is 10th grade. So when the pandemic happened, they were all in like seventh grade when they discovered Fortnite, And then eighth grade is when the lockdowns were probably around seventh and eighth grade around that time. So they were immersed in that game while everybody was locked down. And so, all right, we, we're going to give you a laptop and you can do school from home. You just, you know, you log in and do your work, but really they were just playing video games. 
the whole time. So for a year and a half, they just didn't care about anything other than playing Fortnite and Call of Duty. And so that was like part of the mind control. And now what they there's these like programs that they they install into their laptops and it can it tracks their emotions, their current state of emotion. And so they what? have to log in. They have to log in every morning and state how they feel. And most kids don't want to there's a movie like that. There's a dystopian movie. Yeah, and it, it's crazy. There's no there's no benefit to education at all other than monitoring the the minds of of these children today. And it's all they're tracking everybody's emotions from the from day 1 of the pandemic. And I don't know what their end goal is, but it it's not for the good. I mean that that app which is installed in everybody's laptop does nothing for education other than tracking the, the, these kids emotions. So I find that very interesting and and they gave like our school district 7 million dollars to have this program to put it on their on their laptop. So there, other than money there's no reason to have this app. They introduced this program and I was like all right who Who's benefiting from this? So I looked up the owners of uh, this app, and it boiled down to like three people. Two were Chinese and one one American name. And I was like, why would they invest millions of dollars to have everybody in, in the United States install into their program and monitor these kil- children's like moods? Like, who gives a shit? Like, what is the ultimate goal? Are they... But they're not doing anything to improve these these kids' lives. They're not compiling this evidence and like giving it back to us and saying, "Okay, we need you need to do this and and make these kids feel better about themselves." They don't do anything. They don't give any feedback. They just say, "You need to do this. You need to you need to have more kids log on and 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 put in their 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 emotions." So it doesn't make any freaking logical sense other than we're just getting money to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah track the emotions it's interesting i'm just looking up what fortnight means and it's 14 days two weeks and it also is connected there's a fortnight moon a lunar fortnight and the lunar cycle is connected to emotions too but it's interesting how they're studying these kids and you're like an insider information um so you can see how they're turning out. Their mm-hmm. brains are developing and maturing quicker, not in a good way, but like from the stress or whatever that happened with the lockdowns. Um, yeah. uh, heart attacks are like on the rise. And that's the number one killer, according to the CDC, is stress. And yeah. it's like they all stress us all out. It, it's hard to it's very important to lower the stress um but and, and another thing um at the beginning of the year we had over i think 19 fights now and our school had zero two years ago or three really? years ago before the before the lockdowns we had zero fights for so like you a are, string of three years what grade level do you work with I work with all grade levels uh, except for ninth grade. <laughs> You're talking uh, 
high school. Yeah. So like 10th, 11th, 12th. Yeah. Interesting. Now I found something weird because I went to a bunch of different high schools and the suburb high school, you get sent to like a juvenile school if you get caught with drugs, which I got Mm -hmm. caught with drugs (laughs) and I got sent to the juvenile school. (laughs) But my friends, they got sent to the juvenile school and they were not in the suburb and they got sent there for fighting because mm. if they got caught with drugs in the public school that wasn't in the suburb, it was okay. It was you're suspended for three days. But if you right. fought, it wasn't okay. But the interesting thing in the suburb, you can fight all you want and you just get kicked out for three days and then you come back. So they were pretty much saying it was okay to fight or it wasn't okay to fight in some zones and in some zones so i mean i know that there was some weird stuff going on there and i think it's connected to scientology <laughs> yeah yeah scientology is very interesting i mean it, that that's all tied to like the the freemasons and that's all i i don't know if it's connected to tavistock at all um i mean pretty much everything is ta- tied to tavistock i'm i'm discovering but you know, Freemasons are kind of like their own entity, and they probably started Tavistock in the first place. <laughs> so that's the connection is they started Tavistock. Yeah, yeah, uh, big time because the secret societies and the spies have a lot in common is they have to operate in secrecy. So right. it's um, it's funny how Austin Powers is a hippie, right? Who's a spy and the Tavistock Institute, uh, these secret societies and these intelligence agencies created the hippie movement. So they were spies. So Austin Powers, it's like a comedy movie that's fantastic, but there's like an occult element of truth in it as well. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like Anderson Cooper. (laughs) He's definitely from CIA and he's, he's even admitted that he was a part of the program and they say that he was kicked out after six months, but I don't, I don't think he was really kicked out. He was just released and planted because all, all these journalists, I mean, every single institution, uh, I think since 1985, there's been 432 CIA agents in the journalism, uh, all the major mainstream journalism programs. So there's agents everywhere. We can't mm-hmm. really trust the news because it's all yeah. directed. In, yeah, reading these reading these books <laughs> that kind of look like Alex Stein for a second. <laughs> you know, Alex does that like shot where he's like close up. Um oh, this is a sim getting drunk. He's always drunk on air um <laughs> on New Year's. Does his drunk thing. And like that's very intentional to let everybody, hey, it's New Year's, get drunk. Don't worry about anything. Follow if Anderson the Cooper can do it. I can do it too. Yeah. yeah. There's I getting into this Tavistock stuff and it's like, you can't trust anything. I grew up thinking I was counterculture like that. I was the individual badass, you know, and I'm not like the more I look into it, I'm like, I have been programmed to think that I, and 
I mean, even with conspiracies, I've got to think about that too. You know, most of it is UFO because Rockefeller founded, funded, I mean, funded through the Rockefeller report or something with aliens, UFO investigation. Mm-hmm. And that's all connected to secret societies like with Blink-182 and Tom DeLonge and all that. But if that's yeah. like, it's so wild. It's it's so wild, man. It it, it blows me away. <laughs> so right. what are you looking at right now? Like, what's your state of mind? Like me, I'm into the disco thing. So I feel so unprepared for this podcast because I've been looking at nothing but disco stuff for two, three days. I mean, I do the same thing. I, I think... You know, I, I get into these like rabbit holes and then I forget that my whole intention was to like write my book because I, I started a book like like two years, almost two years ago. And what's it about? It It's just about like the deceptions and oh, how the, all the mind control and how I realized that everything that we've ever learned about in history has just been uh a lie one big giant lie and everything that we're talking about today is basically what's in the book and i go into more greater detail and you know after doing this like research because we were going to talk about tavistock i i started to uncover like all these like little things that we haven't really talked about but i want to put in the book and so i have to go back and like like rewrite and add stuff and add all these citations and you know it's like it just adds upon yeah it just keeps on adding yeah. Everything that, that I think that I know about our history, especially it United States history, it, yeah. it's nothing is real. No, nothing that we're teaching in school is what we've we we think is real. And like like not like Nazi Germany, we've learned so many things and all the clues are out there, but we just take it as face value and don't even look into it. Because every all of us are just kind of distracted by sports and like like the Super Bowl's coming up and you know, all, all these distractions are designed for us to look away and turn and look at things that are like, you know, that tantalize us and distract us. And we want these like, you know, sporting events because it's it, it, it reaches our carnal instinct. And so we don't care what the elites are doing and we don't care that other people are dying and we're being deceived, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I was while you were talking about the sports, and I was showing the chronic up in smoke tour. This is who opened the Super Bowl up, you know what I mean? So it is yeah. like major. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, you've been talking about the, the halftime show and how they inject all these like symbolism and, and mm-hmm. like you know, and they're, they're warning us in broad daylight. In, the, the masses just don't even see it. They just think it's cool. <laughs> They're not even aware. They have no, no idea. And the Super Bowl will be happening in my side of the woods in Arizona next month. And so I'm probably going to go around and film stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if some weird stuff went down here because we're on the 33rd parallel. And the football oh, crazy. trophy is broken down into the fat like it could be the phallic of osiris or a key it's a key for the omega door to unlock the door 
there's so many weird things. Yeah, my wife and I, we gave up watching football this year. I mean, last year we really got into football and watched more football than I've ever watched. And then after like all these like revelations and like realizing it's all mind control, we gave up football completely. We have not watched the game at all. I haven't watched football my whole life. I've never seen a football game. I'm just not like my I have cousins and they all watch it. And yeah. I'm like watching it and I'm like, look at all the symbolism in it. This is like a long time ago. Um I just can never get into it. I mean that's good. You have more time to you know, invest in your craft and things that really interest you. And because, you know, sports is really just a distraction, just like any of these like TV shows. And I, I, I want to go to the movies, but I look at the list of movies and I'm like, Oh, this is propaganda. This is propaganda. And none of it like really attracts me because it's so blatant. The messages that they're, they're trying to like pass on. Oh, at the movie theater. So we watch a bunch of old shit. (laughs) Yeah. I just watched a great movie called the razor's edge. It's uh, an old movie. Movies I love. I, I watch uh, all. You can watch movies that aren't brainwashing, and it, once you see the brainwashing, then it's easy to. You can. You just don't want to watch it because you you're you're aware of it. You're like, oh, yeah. It's hard to unsee it. Like I just watched Geostorm. And the whole thing was like a leftist propaganda, global warming uh, movie. And I could just see through through that. So it's not affecting me. A lot of people are like, oh, looking at this stuff, you're giving it energy. And I understand that. But it's also very nuanced because if you don't know that you're being conditioned then you're just going to be conditioned. Like I didn't know I was right. being conditioned growing up listening to Eminem or, you know what I mean? I thought I was being rebellious or whatever, or an individual, but it's like, no, not at all. That was given to me to be yeah. that way. Uh, that right. was all intentional. So like putting your head in the sand is part of what they want. They, they don't want to be exposed. And that's the thing is that if something is being exposed, they want it to be exposed. Right. Exactly. Or they want to talk about it. Yeah. Or they get, just get some fact checker to discredit what you just wrote or find the one word that you misrepresented and focused on that, you know, <laughs> So you can't, that's why I hardly ever post anything on social media. It's like, well, someone else has already seen it and I, I'm not really divulging anything new. And, and even when I do ha- put out something that, that I've just uncovered, I mean, like the one time that I actually did it, it, it was censored. <laughs> yeah. See, everyone's been pushing me to get a telegram for years and years. Mm-hmm. And I don't have telegram. I don't know how to even use it. Uh, and I kind of don't want it because I'm forced to not look on the internet for information and I got to read these books to find stuff. So, so it helps me sort of stay an individual with new information. Like nobody's talking about the disco thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've completely overlooked it. Yeah, the disco I, I... thing is so weird, bro. Cause it's a mirror 
in a grid as above and below is a grid, which is like the checkerboard floors. There's something big with it, with the Mm -hmm. timelines of these secret societies. They do the master builder, master destroyer. You build the towers up and then you destroy them in a sense. And that's what they do with movements. They build up a movement like hippies and then they destroy it. And then they build up disco and they destroy it. When disco ended after the raids, they had a big event called disco demolition night on a baseball field. And baseball is also alchemical game. The way it's set up, it's a Freemasonic compass, three strikes, three outs, 33. And they were all, smashing the discs and the disco ball right a disc disc jockey the guy who coined the term disc jockey was great friends with the fbi main guy they labeled him the top g like andrew tate because a number one g is a government man g man you see the G on the Freemasonic compass, which is kind of weird there. So I know <laughs> talking like um, I'm, I'm getting older. So like the only thing I know about like the youth is through my friend's kids and they're, they all like Andrew Tate, right? What do you see that the kids are into now? Like, what is it? Cause I'm detached from that, but you have probably the best grasp on it. Like, what movements are going on right now? Um, you know, I, I have an Instagram and, and the stuff that comes up on my feed. I mean, Andrew T- Tate did come up on my feed and I was like, this guy's an asshole. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's popular. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure it out. But I, I honestly don't know I me. Mean, you know, kids are just off in their own world and they look for people who look like them to identify with and, and kind of like represent what they think and feel. And so they're just looking for just people to, to like, just shock them. You know, like, like I all look over like people's shoulders and I'll see what they're looking at on, on like TikTok and stuff. And it's just mindless drivel, like people talking to themselves. I, I really can't stand it when I see videos of like people having conversations with themselves as if they're talking to someone else, but it, they'll just clip oh, like it together. Film, like, hello, and then they're dressed up. Yeah, else. and hello, then, like they're just being quirky and like witty. Okay. But it's, I watch everything on mute, so I really don't know what they're saying. <laughs> but I know it's annoying. It's interesting how everything has become the short format uh little clips and you can't learn that way like it'll show you something maybe so you go look into it more um but yeah and there's a lot of misinformation like like there's like this whole video that's been going around about these like ruins in in antarctica but those turned out to be fake it was all ai generated so they're taking like a real place and like adding like these ruins in there and people are passing it off as real and people are believing it in these like, you know, 30 second TikTok videos. And I'm like, oh my God, this is bullshit. But how, how do you explain to 2 million people that this is bullshit? <laughs> like they've already bought into it and believe it now. 
Yeah. And even with the deep fakes too, like this isn't Morgan Friedman. It looks just like him. I am not Morgan Friedman. What? Oh wow. You can fake anything. Yeah. And as a video guy, I'm usually good at spotting out what's fake and what's not. But like this is just too good. Like you they'll be able to pull off some stuff soon. Like you can have, let's say, a president like this saying mm-hmm. we're going to war or something and everyone will believe it. Well, that's what I also think about this, you know, the whole Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry is that they are AI enhanced people. So what we've all seen on the news and what we've seen on YouTube, that is not what they really look like. So they're out, they're still alive and they're just bumping around, just living their lives, but as different people, you know, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, you know how you were bringing back the word of Tavistock um, or Tavi? Yeah. If the disco ball was called a myriad ball, myriad, M-Y-R-I-A-D, myriad reflector. Mm. Interesting it, it application filed on February 12th when the Super Bowl will be, the leaving three to two days left. But myriad means penis if you go all the way back to Latin. That's what that means. It means many, infinity, plenty, because there's plenty of things on the grid. But when you go back all the way, it means penis. Hmm. The and patent was in 1970. It's called Mewtwo. Mewtwo. So myriad comes from the word Mewtwo. And there's a Pokemon Mewtwo as well. I was going to say that that's a kick. That, that was a. A Pokemon character. I used to play him on Super Mario, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I got Mewtwo cards. I got the Mewtwo um, on deck, bro. If you need some Mewtwo's, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I do, though, for real. Uh, I like the Pokemon, which is Pocket Monster, right? Pokemon, Pocket Monster. I like finding out all the interesting video game stuff because... They were super important to the programming today. Even yeah. Neuralink, they're testing it, playing Pong and whatnot. Yeah, because they had every monster that you could possibly identify with. So like, who who do, who represents you and who do you want to get a tattoo of? And, you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, this AI art is pretty incredible. Um, one of my friends was making me some donut AI art. And I was just blown away with how like dope it looks. Um, But there's creatures in the AI art that keep appearing and they're naming them. Like, are they real entities? Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy what technology has done in the last like three years. And so like all this AI stuff and kids that have, you know, they weren't able to, to write the things that they do now, but now a lot of these kids are just cheating and, and writing essays using this AI technology. And you really can't tell. The only way that you can tell is if you know the student's writing ability and then you're able to compare. Otherwise these kids are turning in papers that sound like, you know, academic and they're not, you can't, they're not plagiarized at all. Yeah. That's how I know that AI won't win because humans with art i mean like the art is so good but humans we're not good we have 
we always screw up things. And that's why, like with, with me trying to get the camera working, the <laughs> AI wouldn't do that. The AI actually does make mistakes on purpose so it can learn, mm-hmm. which is creepy. You know, like what if they're like, oh, let's make a mistake and blow this up so we can learn from it, <laughs> you know? Right. I read this interesting article that the matrix, how all the humans were batteries and pods because the AI, they didn't need them as batteries, but they didn't want to commit genocide because the programming would be like, that's bad. So they just turn everyone to pods. It was an interesting take. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) So what else is, which, what else are you looking at? Cause I know you interview a lot of people. Um, you know, this, this past year has been very spiritual for me. And so I just been like reading like scriptures and like, I even started reading the Quran and just looking at at, like different perspectives on, on like spirituality. Like I'm about to release a a video with uh, Hattie McCoskey about reincarnation. So I'm just like, I definitely still have interest in like the, you know, esoteric stuff and like conspiracy against like people's the brainwashing and like the you know the alternate history stuff all that stuff just really just interests me and i I don't know if i'll ever find an end to any of this stuff i just like the the learning process and finding all these answers what's that the sermon on the mount emmett fox's book it's pretty good i like the spiritual stuff i need to get dive back into more spiritual stuff because we been, really don't know the answer to anything. So gathering right. information from, from people who have these like, you know, spiritual journeys within themselves. Like I, I just like to hear what other people think and what are the possible answers on, on how to, you know, ascend, you know, and not repeat this life cycle. If, if that's even a real thing, you know? Yeah, I really, really like the Tao Te Ching. I don't know if you ever heard that before. Yeah, I have. That's probably my favorite thing I go to when I'm like, I need to surrender to God. <laughs> I'll listen to the Tao Te Ching and it's fabulous. And I also really enjoy learning about, um, there's this book called the Haga Kuri, Haga Cure. It's the samurai book. It's the code of the samurai, but it's full of like spiritual stuff in it. Not saying that the samurais were spiritual, but the code of ethics was pretty dope. Like just the way that they lived life. I love the whole Zen um, idea of allowing and letting go. And it just makes sense. And the Tao Te Ching was written thousands of years ago and it still applies today, just like the Bible or the Torah or the Quran applies today and the spiritual texts. uh, I got all the different spiritual texts. I got everything. (laughs) The book of Mormon. I got the book of the Gita. And then I got my crazy books. I got so many books, bro. Colin Wilson's pretty cool. I've been listening to Colin Wilson a little bit. Anything that opens my mind. I feel like it's mind, body, and spirit. And I feel like when I learn something new, I I feel rejuvenated a little bit. Yeah. And something I hadn't done since I was a kid. I mean, I I started praying and, 
and like really, really, really reading scripture and like listening to like Tyler Doka, Pillar of Truth, and you know, it, it just certain things that I I just need to keep my mind open and not be stuck on a certain like you know path because. I don't know what's correct, you know? And so I just, I just have to hear things from other people, you know, and not fall victim to the mind control, which is what, you know, it's the superficial, which is what, what's on our phone, what's on the computer, what's on television. That's, that is all just to disengage you from, from the source of life. And, you know, like there's more to just what we, what we can see, you know? Absolutely. There is. Why pray when you can worry? That's what I always say. <laughs> like, <laughs> why am I going to pray when I can just worry all day? Uh, I, I've i done the prayer and I know it works. And, yeah. and there is a fourth dimension out there, uh, spiritual realm. And prayer will prove that if somebody doesn't pray. Because I was skeptical about yeah. eight years ago, I started praying. I prayed when I was a kid, but it was the foxhole prayers where I was like, oh, God, they're going to jump me. Everyone's surrounding <laughs> my house again for like the fifth time this year. And, and then I would pray. And But eight years ago, I started praying consistently, even for my enemies. So like if I have a resentment, there was a YouTube channel that was trying to talk crap about me and I was so mad and I prayed for them and it went away. And now I watch their show like anytime they, they go live, but they don't talk about me anymore. So I bet you like there was something cause I actually meant the prayer at mm. first. I didn't mean it. I was like, I mm. hope they're happy and healthy, those idiots. But then <laughs> within a couple of days, I really wanted the best for them. It was interesting attitude adjustment. So when is your nice. book going to be out? I can't wait. Oh God. I need to regain focus and, and fix the book where I, how I want it to start and then continue from there. <clears throat> I may have to do like a two or three part series because I, I need to focus on like one specific topic instead of uncovering everything all in once all in one book otherwise it'll be a thousand pages mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's not enjoyable to read that many pages in one setting or one book yeah <clears throat> what are your favorite books oh man like i got into the exposition expositions by howdy mccoskey i've uh, been reading the uh i have so many books that are on my my kindle and so I, I don't even look at the titles. Oh, <laughs> so I, I can tell them. you what they are. Um, they're, all of them, most of them are just about history and exploring like the, the these like different possibilities. Because, um, yeah, you know, the, all the fictional books that I used to read as a kid, like the science fiction stuff, I used to read like a lot of Anne Rice books. And the, none of that stuff interests me. If it's, if it's about any kind of fantasy, I just kind of lose it. Um, I have, I, I'm really more about the the spiritual and, and like these alternative history books, you know, mm-hmm. that's what really interests me. Yeah. I got so many books. 
Uh, and I like them. I like them all. I'm just I'm surrounded by so many books. I got so many. Any topic, any topic you want, I got it. I got psychology. I got propaganda. I just finished reading this book and it depressed depressed me so much. I got so sad. And it's called Joy. I thought it was going to make me feel joy because it's called joy. I was like, bro, I want to let, raise my vibration levels. Yeah. Alexander Lowen, MD, The Surrender to the Body and to Life. And it's a pretty long book. I highlighted like everything in it because I was going to do like a presentation on it. Um, and I read the whole book. And then I was depressed for like a month after reading it because it brought up so much emotions that I've been not dealing with since a little kid because the whole premise of the book is bioenergetics from the guy who made that cloud cedar that we were showing in the beginning of this presentation, how they make it a rain. Okay. William Reich, who was arrested and killed pretty much. This was his, uh, not Alexander Lowen mentored was mentored by William Reich. And it's about feeling your feelings to the fullest extent. Then you can feel joy to the fullest extent. So I was feeling all of my sadness all month and I was just sad all month. And I wanted to make the video like, yo, we're going to go into joy. We're going to talk about how to be happy. And <laughs> I was so depressed and sad. I was all like, yeah, oh, wow. joy. Uh. It was weird. Dang. Oh, so the book yeah, I, I was trying to remember was uh, History, Fiction, or Science by Ant- Anatoly Fominko. Oh, Fominko. Yeah, that, that's a long one. That's it's a like big 700 book. Pe- yeah. So it's taking. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, a, my wife has been reading the, the Tao. She's been reading the Tao. And uh, when she's done with that, I'm going to, you know, take a look at that. So, nice. um, I, and one of the guys, one of the guys from Wu Tang wrote that book. So I'm, I'm you curious. Wu Tang is actually pronounced Udong. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Udong. I, that's what I heard. Yeah. So like they call it Wu Tang, but like it's actually Udong. <laughs> <laughs> the real Interesting. pronouncing of it. Yeah. Well, nice. I'm happy. I'm happy that we got to connect again, bro. Yeah, for sure. This is a lot of fun. I, I love digging into this kind of stuff. And, you know, Tavistock is like one of my favorite rabbit holes. And it's kind of scary because they, they encompass so many things that we just take for granted. And we have no clue that our, our minds are just being steered into a direction that we think we're in control of. But it, it's all engineered, man. Like, I can't even pick a song on Spotify now. I'm trying to be like what do i want to listen to because it's recommending all these things yeah but what do i want to listen to and i don't know yeah and you know all these writers you think they're being original and and they're just conforming to what is popular because what is popular is popular for a reason because it's being placed there intentionally you know, so if you write a song about love or or you write a song about heartbreak or being independent, it's be and it and it blows up and you get 
you know, you're making all kinds of money from it. It's because you and you fit the narrative of what they wanted to put out. You just happened to, to write that song. And it didn't mean that you were influenced by someone who and wrote that song for you. It, you know, that, that's how, how some of these songs that have blown up throughout history, it's because they were kind of like recrafted and rewritten to, oh yeah, th- this will sound better. Or, you know, like the Beatles, I, I can't remember the guy's name who wrote most of the songs, but the Beatles did write music. They just didn't write very well, you know, and so they were recrafted and re re-engineered so it would capture the masses. And so that's how music is done now. I mean, that's why it took 23 people to write a Rihanna song, you know, because they they needed to have that that certain frequency that that would just make you repeat the song over and over but then at the same time you're being reprogrammed you know that's interesting that was it exactly 23 because the 23 enigma is something i've been covering a lot too yeah it was <laughs> well where could everybody find you i'll have all your links down below yeah uh you can find my so my dormant social media at kgupfm or you can find my my website where i have all the you can listen to the radio station. I mean, I do update the the playlist pretty often. I have a Spotify and, and YouTube uh, uh, music playlist. Um, I have a twenty four hour running radio station that plays music. There's, there's some truth or music in there, and there's like really good like independent music um, that you you won't ever hear on mainstream radio because I'm I have always been anti mainstream. And so you can check it out at uh, kgp1065.com. That's 1065.com. And it's got the, the podcast link in there, in there, and you can check out the music as well. Yes, and here's your um, oh, yeah. YouTube, and then you can check out the podcast that we did a year or so ago, and you can see how much fatter I got. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look good, man. You look good. I look terrible. Yeah, and and for some reason my hair is like not as receding. I think I was going through a lot of stress at that time. <laughs> yes, we all were. I cut my I cut my ponytail. Oh, and I I, I just you realized did, you cut off you didn't your hair. Notice, yeah, because I I did this intentionally. I said cut it so I could slick it back, so no one will know. Because I usually go <laughs> live like this. Nice. Well, it's great to see you. Nice. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's Donut. Much love and God bless y'all.
your ignorance. 